All right. All right. Let's get this started. We are live. So, Dominic. Yeah. Good to see you. Good to see you. What have you been up to lately? Good to What'd see you, do this you morning? Simon. All right. So I started working out in the morning, as always, the past three days. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, just made myself some coffee and started editing pictures. Editing pictures. So you're yeah. a photographer. Yes, correct. Correct. Interesting. What kind of what kind of photography do you do? Um, all right. So mostly I do lately. It's been a lot of beauty. Um, but I would consider myself a portrait and fashion photographer, mostly portraits now on the artistic side, mm-hmm. but my work has gained a little bit more recognition for the beauty aspect. Okay. So, interesting. Yeah. yeah. I've seen a lot of your photos in there. Crazy. Thanks, man. Crazy, man. A lot of this paint and sparkles and stuff like that. When yeah. did you, when did you actually start? shooting mm, i started photography when i was 17 with my dad's cam mm-hmm. um, how, how old are you now i actually don't know Tw- how old i am yeah yeah. 21 21 me too yeah i just turned 21 yeah i know <laughs> so you started uh, when you're 17 so four yeah four years ago four years ago right i saw um well i come up from a very artistic background i would mm-hmm. say um i've been always like i've always been the artsy guy yeah. So started doing like artwork stuff in kindergarten and everything, and yeah. then you're that you're that guy in class where you you all got to draw something, and then you're looking like, how did he do that? Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> so my teacher was actually pretty pissed about me, mm-hmm. um, because we we had this one um, task that we should do self portraits. Yeah. And she planned in like at least four hours. Mm-hmm. Four so hours to draw a self portrait. Yeah four hours just like to get the anatomy right and everything okay so like re- how, what grade is this in like 12th okay so yeah i was, so I was sorry i was so the last like, year like elementary school or something no no john no. like four four hour portrait okay <laughs> no. so like high school so like really actual portrait get the anatomy right and mm-hmm. analyze your face and everything yeah and then i just like took a selfie with my phone and um drew a self-portrait <laughs> mm. and finished within 20 minutes and Jeez just showed it to her and she was just like you fucking asshole because <laughs> <laughs> it just sent me home it was better than everyone else's yeah and yeah. it takes four, four hours yeah well I, w- I wouldn't say better than everyone else's but it, it just took 20 minutes yeah yeah so i just asked her like can i go and she said yeah <laughs> so I, did you always do like photos like for, so you did a lot of drawing and stuff growing up pa- painting as well like. yeah so i would say painting like started painting when i was six or so Okay. But that was just like for fun kindergarten stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I saw one one guy on on Instagram. He's a photographer and a model, and like he he does everything basically. Yeah. And I saw his work, and I was just like, I I, I can do this as well. Mm-hmm. I I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and I was so angry at myself. <laughs> but that was when I was thirteen, fourteen, and I just started drawing mostly portraits. Again, like people, faces, everything. Okay. Um. And then did that for three years until I noticed that I just kind of can't go further. Yeah. And then I started photography. Yeah. Crazy. That's cool. So you've been doing photography for like three, four years. Yeah. Four years. Cool. And are you, did you, were you born in Germany? No, you were born in Russia. No, I'm actually born in Germany. Yeah. Um, My, my parents are from Russia and um, mostly my artistic side comes from my dad. Yeah. Um, he's like, 
I wouldn't say he's like a typical artsy guy, but he he wrote poems and everything, and like he liked okay, to he draw. Wrote, what, what? I missed that. What did he? What did you do? Oh, he liked to do uh, to draw. No, to write poems. Oh, okay. Yeah. So my dad liked to write poems. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, he was just like I. I think the artistic side definitely comes from him. And but then um, they're Russian, right? Your parents. Yeah, yeah. My parents are Russian. Okay. And they've just kind of always um like when they when they saw that we're into something they mm -hmm. gave us a little time and then they yeah. started investing in our hobbies okay so we that's could, cool yeah so we could just that's kind of good. get into it more okay crazy yeah. and you have a si sister how many you have siblings um i have two sisters mm -hmm. so one is 28 years old i believe yeah and the other one um is 24 okay so you're the baby yeah Basically. The runt of the family. What? The runt of the family. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. So you, you've you actually turned this photography like into a business now, correct? Correct. Yeah. I started, well, as I said before, I started when I was 17 and I kind of got into it when I um, started shooting my classmates and my mm -hmm. like schoolmates. Um, yeah. But I noticed that I just don't want to work for someone else. Okay. And oh, that's the that's the dream for everyone. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> that's the dream for everyone. So I just said to myself, "Hey, um, give it a try." I I did it this year. So I started photography this year, um, like really making it a business, um, getting out there, posting offers, and like doing a price list and everything. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so like th the years before was all about building connections, getting yeah. to build a portfolio. Yeah. Um, last year in 2020, I shot a lot of people, um, like models and friends and everything, just yeah. to build my portfolio. Mm -hmm. And now this year, I said I'm gonna stop with um, TFP. Yeah. So it's um, photos for free. What is it? Uh, it's photos for free. Trade for or time for a lease. I don't ah. know if it's time for a lease or trade for pictures. TFP trade for pictures. Yeah. 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 But what are they trading? You're giving them so I'm able to shoot them, okay. Um, and they get the pictures. I guess they. It's it's so it would be to help build your yeah, portfolio. Yeah, basically, you it, get it's helping me build my portfolio and it's helping them build or, uh, build theirs. Okay, but once you have a portfolio, you don't, yeah. But once I have a portfolio, I actually don't need that unless I want to shoot a, I want to shoot um an idea that just popped into my head and I can't forget it or something. And I really yeah. want to add it to my portfolio. So then you just do it quickly. Get yeah. the, yeah, I guess that's important. You need to build like to get clients and stuff like that. You need to have a strong portfolio. Definitely. Definitely. I think, um, every photographer has to start with TFP or starts yeah. with TFP. Um, now looking back, I would say I did it too much okay. because I like it reached a point where I was like, Hey, I believe you can't make any money from it, okay. but you actually have to make a clean cut Oof, and say no more TFP. And I'm telling you, this is a very hard decision because because you don't know if people are willing to pay for your photos. For sure. Yeah, hundred percent. Once you do it, then people will actually won't take your work for granted. That's interesting. Yeah. Because yeah, it's hard. It's like you get to a point where like, okay, I'm no longer gonna do this for free. What if the pe what if I don't get any clients? Yeah, right. And then you just don't have any work. So the first time nobody came. 
Yeah. Which I can understand because I was the photographer who always did anything for free. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I'm... So, people, so you kind of had that label. People would be like, okay, you shoot for free. Yeah. So you had a lot of yeah. people come of in course, asking you. Of course, of course. Because I can totally understand it because I've never been shooting like paid unless it was a wedding or something. Mm-hmm. But... Um, yeah, I mean... I can say from my perspective, it's a cool thing. Like if I have a friend who's a photographer who shoots for free, it's like, hey man, let's get together on the weekend and do some cool pictures. Yeah, like it's, yeah. I would love, I would love that. Yeah, kind of thing. So you started shooting when you were seventeen. What made you decide that you wanted to actually register it as an official business? Um. All right. So what made me decide that I want to make it a registered business? Let me think about that. <laughs> it's a tough question there. It is. It is. Um, well, did you get any? No, maybe you shouldn't answer this question. But did you get any? Like, were you doing like cash before? Like, people would pay you cash or whatever, or did you? Or did you not take any money before you? I'd rather not answer. Okay, <laughs> we don't have to talk about that. So, okay, sim- more simply, when did you register it as a business? Um, I registered my business in March. Okay. And um, before that, I was like, I was shooting a lot. March. Sorry. Don't jump in. March of twenty. 20- 2021 yeah so march of this year yeah so march of 2021 i registered my business did everything officially and crazy um, yeah so i i built my website last year and i've kind of registered as a freelancer okay but um this didn't allow me to actually work for people it was just for artistic reasons so okay yeah Interesting. I thought you. I thought you registered it a while ago. No, you just registered in May. Just registered. Ma- registered in March. March. Yeah. Sorry. So yeah. what is? I've already talked to you about this a little bit, but what's that? Because there's a lot of people. I think there's a lot of people that want to do a business, but I'm kind of at the same situation right now. Like I would love to start a business officially, and it's like, okay, well, what do I do? Like I actually don't have any idea what to do. So, is it a pretty simple process? It's pretty complicated, or to like start a business. Like, what do you? What do you have? Do you have to do? Oh wow! Well, and here in Germany, I feel like it's a it's a whole movie, because <laughs> you like we would say, because um, you just have to, well, you have to come or to go to a lot of people or to a lot of organizations or governmental, whatever you know what I mean. Yeah. And um, say that you wanna be a photographer or start your gardening business or anything. Yeah. And then you will have to fill out forms that you actually have no idea like what it means. So I can always suggest get a tax attorney. Okay. Get them to do it for you. So first step, get a tax attorney. Yeah. And what if you don't get a tax attorney? Because that's to a lot of people, well, me as well, that's pretty intimidating to think about getting a tax attorney. What if you just um, avoid that step? Not recommended? Oh, I wouldn't recommend it. (laughs) <laughs> definitely okay. wouldn't because because if you mess up then you mess up and that's the thing like you don't want to mess up when it comes to taxes or to like legal things so okay. if you have someone that actually has done that for quite some time yeah yo just invest the money and pay them not- instead of just losing it because you messed it up yeah i guess with the business it's more you can write off a lot more stuff to your taxes and things like that so it, I guess it would. I mean, I guess you'd probably make the money back or your investment back. You'd make it back. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, you you make your investment map uh, back because um, they tell you things that you didn't know before, or they say, hey, you can, 
you can still save some money over there if you do this and that. So, um, yeah, I, ju I can just always recommend it because there, there's a reason that there are professionals. Yeah, like I, that I'm, makes sense. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, for example, I always say, hey, for example, if someone books a shoot with me, I always say, hey, get a makeup artist because yeah. the only thing I can do is grab some Vaseline and yeah. <laughs> just rub it into your face. <laughs> <laughs> But if you get a professional, then they will actually like yeah. use the products and like they, they, they have experience. <laughs> Sorry, that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. All I can do is rub Vaseline on your face. Yeah, but I've seen your photos with Vaseline and they turn out very well. Like, they <laughs> Thanks, look quite man. good, to be honest, with no makeup artist. But... Yeah, so tax attorney, first step, and then what after that? It's just registration, basically. Or registration just a lot of paper. and like go to some some um, some jobs require like a registration and and the Handwerkskammer, for example. I don't know what the English term is for it, but um, Hand, say it again. Handwerkskammer. The um, the chamber of Handwerk. Uh, Handwerk is like like. Um, I can't even think what we call it in English now. Yeah. It's um like lab not labor work, like work with your hands, handwerk. Yeah, um, that's that's translated pretty accurate, but it like too too accurate. Damn, I can't it's think word of that by word. word. Oh well. Anyways. So, um for certain jobs you have to register over there. Yeah. Which photography with photography you also have to register over mm -hmm. there. Um But yeah, once once you've gotten over or once you've passed the step, yeah, you can actually just start. And now I know like this was the best decision I ever did. Yeah. Because you work for yourself. And if you don't make money, then it's because of you, but not because mm. of your boss or anything else. Yeah. And it's also like, like, of course, you still work a lot because you want to make money. But it's I think there's a big difference, at least in my perspective, there's a big difference between working because you have to and working because you want to like for example in your case you work as much as you can because you make as much money as you can yeah correct but it's not like you have a job where you have to be there and it makes it easier to be there when you're there for yourself yeah for example now with the group of us i could say hey um guys i'm just taking off this 10 days and yeah. i don't have a boss so yeah. like i'm my own boss and exactly i'll, I'll just do vacation you do what you want when yeah. you want you yeah. don't that's the thing you don't have to work like of course you will work as much as you can because you'll make money but yeah. you don't have to like i already know that when i'm in like in croatia i'm gonna come up to people and like offer to take photos for them for oh, a, yeah. like for some small money oh yeah just a little yeah catch you guys up we've yeah. planned a 10 day vacation to croatia yeah so we're taking off this is that's actually my first vacation ever i don't know if i told you that this is my first vacation ever this is crazy i've been i've been to europe twice before i moved to germany for like soccer tournaments never for a vacation crazy it's gonna be so nice yeah it's gonna be so nice get away from this um deutsch deutsch rain oh yeah germany sucks so what else do you do other than photography mm. Or are you just full-on, full-time photography? Well, I would say I'm a full-time photographer. Mm -hmm. But I also do some small social media for a company. Yeah. And um, I actually think about getting into tattooing. Into what? Into tattooing. Tattooing? Ah, yeah. stimmt. Because when I don't have any photography clients, 
yeah. or like when I'm free on some days, I could just say, "Hey, mm -hmm. um, I want a tattoo." In case you guys didn't know, I'm a I'm a very talented tattoo you could, artist. You could like combine that with shooting. Yeah, I, I could. don't know that would work, but crazy. And there's good money in tattooing. For yeah, sure. it is. It is. I really want to. I've told you this. I really want to get a tattoo, but yeah. I don't know what to get. I don't want to just do something like random. I want to do it actually something interesting and like meaningful, but I can't think of what. Yeah, I had that with my first tattoo. Hmm. Now you have um, a lot. Of, <laughs> now I have a lot of tattoos. Like, like, once you do, that's the thing. I think I feel like once you do one, and you just yeah, you can't stop. Like exactly. I did my first tattoo in 2018, mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, it's gonna be a special one, and I want to get the next one when I have like another experience that I want to tattoo on my on my arm or something. Yeah. Yeah, and then when I started, like when my sister started tattooing, mm -hmm. and she like she was really good. Yeah. I, I just said, hey, why don't you tattoo something on me, like yeah. on my arms, and, in like within one and a half months, I got like six or seven tattoos. <laughs> within one and a half months, you got six or seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude. So I got like one. In God we trust is the first yeah, one. Yeah. So. The first one is in God we trust. So it's what's on the, my right arm? So what's the motivation behind that one? Well, but you trust in God. I yeah, guess. yeah. Like I'm a very faithful person, but also it stands on the dollar, and I. It's I what? Just, it, it stands on the dollar, on the okay. American dollar. Ah, stimmt. Yeah, That's true. So stimmt. I mean, kind of right. thought like get the same font. Okay. Put it onto my arm. Crazy. And then I have like another one. So this was the second one, I think. It's on my left arm, like beneath the triceps crazy and it's psalms 143 verse 10 what is psalms 143 verse 10 i can tell you in english <laughs> say it in what do you even know it in german or russian uh german well, yeah it's it actually my 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 verse when i got baptized um it's hilf mir so zu leben wie du es willst denn du bist mein gott führe mich durch deinen guten geist dann werde ich erleben wie du mir die hindernisse aus dem weg räumst it's a, it's a pretty cool one like help me live the way you want it because yeah. you're my god um lead me with your holy ghost and okay. i will notice how you will like turn away the obstacles in my life okay so kind of like that deep so yeah. did you grow up in like a christian family yeah i grew up in a i grew up in a christian household mm -hmm. and i've actually always been to church like since i can remember yeah and i would say I'm I'm very glad and thankful because I've met some amazing people like school friendships are different than church friendships. Yes. I would say definitely. Yeah, I agree with that. Because you go to camps and like everything Dude, you can imagine and it's summer just, camp with the church is the best. Yeah, it is. It is. You just like do a lot of fucked up shit. <laughs> which is like pretty funny. <laughs> and then you also get this sentimental side that you don't get in school where you actually talk about things that you wouldn't talk normally about yeah that's yeah. very true so i would say you bond in a different way yeah with people. well i think it's like a very open sort of place for people like when you're i don't explain that when you're like yeah at a christian summer camp stuff like that i remember when i was younger you're like you just feel more open kind of i don't know if that makes sense but yeah i would say it's very paradox because all right, so I, I've noticed both ways. I've noticed Christians being very open and very, um, like, some of the coolest people I've met. And mm -hmm. I, at the same at the same time, I've met Christians that were very um, conservative mm -hmm. and, like, 
actually not doing the things that the Bible would say, like love yeah. your neighbor as like, yeah, as love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah, there's yeah. so many people like this though. They, I was like, are, they, are you Christian? They're like, yeah, yeah, but like what? And then you look, you look at them and you're like, their personality, the things they do, and it's like, hmm, <laughs> that doesn't yeah, seem to yeah. line up with what you claim your beliefs are. Yeah. So, sort of but I always say it's it's the people. It's not God. Yeah. So, if if the person sucks, then the person sucks, and yeah, it's not God. That's true. Because uh, we're all sure. just like at the end, we're all just human beings. Yeah. 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 I grew up in a Christian family. While well, my mom was very Christian, I always went to church as a kid. And as I've grown up, you know, I've we already spoke about this before. I've, I struggle with it sometimes because it's like I, I, I'm Christian. But that's like the way I was that was that I was raised and the way I grew up. So what if I was raised in a different family that wasn't Christian or I was raised in a different family that that had a different religion? Um, would I now call, for example, if my if my mother was Buddhist, would I now think that or would I now believe in Buddha? Like, I don't know. So and that, and then, yeah, because I myself haven't had any like personal sur- experiences. Yeah, like surreal experiences with god so like it's it's difficult for me to actually like find that deep belief if that makes sense yeah it does it does and it's like believing in something you don't see requires a lot of faith at the end for sure it is faith that's um, that's what it is basically we spoke about it before you've had some pretty crazy experiences yeah would you speak about those I don't know, man. Okay, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's tough for me because I haven't had those, I haven't had those experiences. So it's like, I don't know. I don't have anything to like cling on to. Yeah, I think like the only thing I can tell people is just like be open about it. And Mm -hmm. if you want to experience something like that, then to be honest, just pray for it. Yeah. And just yeah, you have expect to something to happen no really expect something to happen mm. and if nothing happens then you know then nothing happens yeah but mm. um i the think o- like the people who reach out to god mm-hmm. like god reaches out to them as well okay my opinion so it's a two-way street and you gotta yeah. put in some effort yeah the only th- <laughs> the only experiences i've had i always do this when i've like when i've like lost something it's like my keys or something and I need to go and I'm like <laughs> late and I'm just like, I'm like, God, where the fuck are these keys? Like, and, I, and it's, and it'll, there'll be like something like, I don't know, like a, a plastic bag or something. And I'm like, I'm like, listen, these keys need to be under this fucking bag. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, I, and I like pull the bag up and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> and they're just like sitting there. So those are my, oh, that's, that's only my experiences that I've had. No, like the the things i always do is um for example like i notice that i i need like to shoot more or i want to shoot more and then i just pray about it and yeah. say hey like god yeah you know what i need yeah <laughs> you know i need clients Come on. and everything like supply me yeah do something for me yeah and like literally no shit it's always been like 10 minutes after three pop- like three people wrote me about hey i want to book a shit with you that's fine like out of nothing that's crazy. Yeah. So he's just pumping into your business. Yeah. Yeah. God's my sight, man. <laughs> That's an issue. So yeah, me me and my friend, back to the business talk, me and my friend are K 
Okay, well, yeah, you know pretty good about this. We're, we're, we do a lot of work in the garden, and we're interested. To, we're both in, really interested in business, and we want to start our own. Um, we want to start our own firma, I say in German, our own business. But we're stuck at that line where you said was the best decision you ever made. Where we don't know if we want to like register the business or not because it's a lot of work with the taxes and like all that sort of stuff. So we're at like the crossroads right now. Should we do it? Should we not? You think we should? Definitely, yeah. Like yeah. if you if you want to make it in this world, mm. you really have to do it the right way. Yeah. Because either way, like if you, it it's gonna be always in your head. It's always yeah. gonna be in your head, like what happens if, or something. So that's like, true. And the thing is, if you if you don't register, you're just you're in boundaries. Yeah, that's true. That that's basically it. Because you you can you can only reach a certain level, and at that level you just can't go further because you would require a business for that. Yeah, that's true. Like renting big vehicles or something. Yeah. For example, like like if you if you get big or something, mm -hmm. then just. Oh, we're gonna get big. <laughs> Oh, we're gonna get big <laughs> yeah but like renting uh i don't know how you call it a paga or something a uh, uh, digger yeah a digger look at these german translations <laughs> i'm just so good it's crazy <laughs> yeah bugger that's a funny german word because yeah, um, you don't want to do everything by hand that would suck shovels shovels get a little <laughs> old after you've been digging for like three days straight yeah. trying to, when we try to dig a pool or something actually funny story I was walking on the on the street today, saw this um, guy in his backyard building a pool, massive big square hole in the ground. I'm walking by and I'm thinking, I'm like, hmm, I see it's like a work opportunity here. Yeah. So it's just this random dude. I just uh, pop in there. I'm like, hey man, speak English, sorry, like I got a weird question. I see you're building a pool. You know, if you need some help, I got a friend and we can come like help you labor. And he's so enthusiastic. Like, yeah, man, sounds good for sure. His girlfriend comes out. We start chatting. So now we're going to help this random dude build this pool. <laughs> it's crazy. Man. And that's how you make contacts. That's how you make that's contacts. That's how you make contacts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just just be open. Walk up to people. And then that's that's how I met you guys. Exactly. Yeah. True. That's a good story. Yeah. Tell so um, last year before I started my business, I but my portfolio, as I said, and um, I was working at Zara, at Zara in Cologne. And I was at the, at the cash, cash, cash register. Yeah. I was at the cash re register or oh. just cash, not the cash. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, um, Simon's friend, Cameron walked up. You might know him from the other episode of the type of podcast. Cameron was in the last, um, the vaccine episode. Yeah. If you haven't, heard the vaccine episode then you might check it out um <laughs> but yeah so um i i met cam at the cash register and um if you don't know how he looks he has a white eyebrow so you like if you go through my profile you will instantly see who like who i mean who cam he's is like, he's like a zebra man he's got half of his head is well not half of his head but he's got the white blonde splotches and in, inside of his head and Right. A blonde eyebrow and a brown eyebrow. Yeah. So I asked him at the cash register, hey, like, did you do it yourself? All in German because I didn't know 
uh, I didn't know whether he was German or English or like someone else. But um, then he he replied in English, mm-hmm. and he was just like, "No, no, it's it's genetics, something like that." Like yeah, yeah. And so I asked him to do a photo shoot with me because I I just thought he had a pretty cool look. Yeah. And after the photo shoot, like two or three months later, they invited us for dinner as a thank you because like the pictures made it into a magazine, which is pretty cool because yeah, that crazy. was like Cameron's first time modeling that was for his something. First, his first shoot ever, and he yeah, got it in a magazine. First photo shoot ever, and it landed in a magazine. And also, it was my first publishment in a magazine. Crazy. So that it's was just meant cool. to be, I guess. Yeah, and like two or three months later, they invited us for dinner, um, Cam and Anna. And that's how we met Simon and mm-hmm. everyone else. And now we're doing a podcast. And now we're doing a podcast. Crazy. I swear, that's business. Eh? It's just meeting people and just networking. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's all networking. It like you, you won't make it far in this world if you don't network. Yeah, it's true. It's just growing. It's just meeting people. You grow, and then the more people you meet, you know, you meet their friends, and it, it just turns out. It just works out. You know, they pe- people. I don't know how to say that. You meet people, for example, that can help you. Like, yeah, you just meet the right people. Yeah, then it's like, oh, I got like I know a guy who who went to school with me or something. Um, he might do a photography job for you or something. Yeah, exactly. Or, yeah, so it's just helping each other out basically. So what's like in the next few years? What are kind of your goals for for photography? You want to stay with the portraits or like my main goal? I want to be the photographer the photographer yeah like that's a big label to strive for yeah yeah it is but like basically my goal is that people will know me by my by my front name okay so like oh i got shot by dominic (laughs) (laughs) i got i got my pictures taken at dominic's yeah you know what i mean the last name's cool too zagorowski yeah zagorowski but like i i noticed that people don't know how to like say it so that's That's why my instagram is now dominic sky with ah, a Z-K-Y. Smart. Yeah. Because I didn't know how to say your last name for the first... I think this might have been the first time I said it correctly. <laughs> yeah. <actually>. yeah. <laughs> We've known each other for But like no one, no one will remember Zagorowski. So I just well, took the just first initial and the last two ones. And it just kind of makes Guy. So Dominic's Guy. Crazy. It's good. It's easier. It's good marketing. Yeah. It's easier for people to remember it. Yeah. So you want to be known as the, the photographer. The photographer in Germany the photographer in mm, that's a good question actually that that's a very good question so my goal is actually before i'm 25 i want to move to new york yeah or by the age of 25 okay so you um, got four more years <laughs> oh, or before 25 so you got no no by 25 let's okay, say bye so you have four years yeah um why new york I've been there two times and I've noticed that the people are very open and like very, I don't know whether it's the German mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to say anything bad, but um, I'll say bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just the that Ger- people over here in Germany, they aren't like the government. I feel like the government sometimes doesn't do enough to support creatives or like the, okay. the, the public view on creatives isn't just that good. Okay. Yeah, but that's that's no. similar everywhere. I would say the way I I wouldn't say because you don't think like, so. No, because for example, New York, it's a it's such a big city and it has such a big influence on fashion and photography and like all yeah. all the big photographers, not all of them, but not, like a not lot Dominic. of them. 
<laughs> a lot of them are um, are either located in LA, New York, London, Milan, France. Nobody like goes to Cologne. Like yeah, I know a few sad. are in Berlin, but for example, Berlin isn't my market at all. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Well, I don't know what it is about Germany. It's just like it. It's like a. I I feel like it's like a working country. Yeah, it's like it's, where you go to get shit done. Yeah. And then if you, for example, when you can get out of Germany, it's good. Like you go to, like you said, New York or Milan or I somewhere like, like that. I feel like it's a country that that likes to provide for people who want to live in the system. Yeah. And I don't want to live in the system. Yeah, fair enough. Like, I mean, the system is good. It is a good system. Just I feel like creative jobs aren't that appreciated or just there's no market for it here yeah yeah but that's kind of the similar story everywhere you know for example the way university is set up and stuff like that it's like go to work you're you're you go to university to be a to be an employee yeah basically yeah that i'm not doing this <laughs> no you don't no. you don't go to university do you <laughs> no i don't um i actually went to university for three semesters yeah um but then i just said no what did you study um, theology. The what is it? Theology. Theology. What is that? I'm not even sure what that is. Um, it's. Oh, I don't want to get this wrong. Just Google it. Okay. Um, basically, yeah. I've been to three, no, to two, to two classes. Two classes. <laughs> yeah. Of university ever. Yeah. In a year and a half. Interesting. I Here's was a great student. <laughs> so, so in Canada, for my university, basically it's costs a lot it's like six i don't know six thousand a semester or something you they they have student loans you can take so you can get money from the government but you have mm -hmm. to pay it back of course so you have like i think three you have a long you have a while you have like three years from from when you first take the loan to pay it back but in germany they just yeah give it's, you money. it's 300 a semester and then if you study you get a thousand two hundred for per semester. semester yeah holy so, and and tuition costs it costs nothing yeah that's crazy though that's just that's an a that's a very very different system than canada for example yeah yeah and um, you want to get out of that system yeah it's just i'd rather live somewhere where my my passion and my job has opportunities so this is another deep question what so you would say right now you would like you're following your dreams what you'd want to do yeah but there's a lot of people that would that want to do that but it's like it's intimidating it's scary because you've made the sacrifice to not go to university and choose a basically yeah choose a different path which is risky yeah to choose to not go to university you know you're just leaving that pursuing your dream essentially yeah what is what would you what would you say to someone who's like on the fence you know they they don't want to take that they want to take the risk but they don't want to do it. Mm. All right. So I would say it's like no one said it was easy. I think you're probably even going to work harder than like for yourself mm -hmm. than for somebody else because you're your own boss, but also you're your own employee. Yeah. So yeah. Um, like I definitely think it's not going to be easy. And everyone who tells you like all these, all these 
ads on YouTube and like Instagram. Hey, I'll, I'll help you make like six figures in two months. Yep. And it's going to be so easy just from your couch. It's a, it's a scam. I've seen so <laughs> many of It's a scam. <laughs> but, um, but once you do that and once you notice that you actually made that money, like that you're mm -hmm. independent. For example, Corona hit. And like before Corona, everyone thought like, hey, um, being an employee is, is safe mm -hmm. because you will True. always have a safe stream of income. That's an eye opener. Co yeah. Corona. Then Corona came and like a lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people. A lot of people. And if you are your own employee and your own boss, then you will kind of work it out like you will find ways and i think it builds your character because oh, yeah. you will oh, yeah, be able sure. to make money or stay calm in a shitty situation mm -hmm. well i think it goes both ways it could help you or it could fuck you because if you're for example an independent business and you're <clears throat> and you're managing that business and then yeah for example corona hits you take 100 of the downfall for that so it's not well i guess as an employee yeah as an employee you also do because you just cut off but if you're actually managing that business you take like a hundred percent of that the responsibility if something yeah goes really wrong. yeah yeah but that's that's the price you pay yeah in order true. to work for yourself you have to be responsible yeah that's true yeah that's the price you pay oh that is the dream though eh? work for yourself but it's i think it's i think it's seen as It's interesting because the perspective is from a lot of people. I had this per I had this perspective as well when I was younger. It's like be an entrepreneur, work for yourself. And it, it's, yeah, you see it all online on Instagram and stuff. The pictures with people in their nice, beautiful apartments, beautiful cars, you know, living this dream life. And, but it doesn't show any of the stuff you actually have to do to get there. Yeah, yeah. It's so, just that, that, that one small 1% that... Um, that that is like the cherry on top of the ice exactly like imagine you have to like imagine you're eating an ice 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 cream yeah, yeah. ice cream so imagine you're eating ice cream and like that one percent is the cherry on top but you would have to make the complete ice cream yourself would have to harness everything would have to like whip That's the cream and everything analogy. put it in the refrigerator like pick all the all the like seeds and ingredients and everything that goes into the ice cream and you're just showing people that cherry on top that you harnessed it or whatever harvested yeah i don't know um it's a good like, analogy yeah like that's basically instagram and everything else because people just see the final product yeah they don't see how much work goes into it and that's why i think a lot of people underestimate photographers or creative jobs or whatever yeah because i for example i'm 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 just posting beautiful pictures of people. Yeah. But and that's exactly and that's all the people would say. See, yeah. sorry, they would just see the beautiful because I yeah. see them on your Instagram. They yeah. would only see these beautiful pictures. They don't think about all the hours spent in in editing and stuff like that. So yeah. what? So you take what are you? You don't, of course, not prices and stuff like that. But what do you what do you offer for the for um your shoots? Do you have different numbers of photos you give to the to the people after the shoot? Yeah. Yeah. So um. I have three shooting packages. The first one is um, one picture. It's mostly one hour, a little less. And um, I offer, I always offer like 
it's not even offering it's just included high mm-hmm. fashion retouch because i'm not posting any unretouched photos yeah um i like my work to be on point and that's why i take a lot of time to edit them mm-hmm. and you will never receive a raw file or like uh, uh a, a file that is crappy edited yeah that, that's just not my style okay but some people because i think a lot of people would think of that okay well this photo is just edited it's they someone could say who has no idea okay look it's not talent it's just it's just edited but editing yeah is very hard editing is the art behind it because if you don't see that it's edited then it's right yeah because if people's i I just i just don't like when people blur out their skin or anything yeah or they just add some crazy colors and i've been there i've i've done that Mm -hmm. um you have to learn you have to do it and see it yeah right but if you don't see that the picture is edited, although it looks perfect, then you know you did a really good job, a uh, good job on retouching and and color and everything else. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. first package, one picture, one hour. Yeah, first package, one picture, one hour, high fashion retouch, always on everyone, yeah. uh, like on every picture. The second one is actually one and a half hours, but I always say like, bring some time. Mostly it's two hours just because I like to talk with the people and get to know them and mm-hmm. to know their story and everything. Like drink some Coke or like I had someone, we drink gin tonics together and everything. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And um, kind of to loosen them up. Sometimes yeah, people good. are nervous and I just want to make them feel comfortable. For sure. People can be quite um, vulnerable in those situations. Yeah. And then the photos come out worse or if they're like kind of uncomfortable. Yeah. Photos are better yeah. when they're just... But it's always up to the photographer to make the subject they're photographing um, feel comfortable. Yeah. Because if if someone's uncomfortable, you will see in the photos. Yeah. And that's why I always say, hey, Jill. That's why I always kind of start talking with them and kind of get to know them, know their vibe and everything else. And then, like, I've, I've never had someone who actually said, hey, I hated it. It was always like, it was it was either people just jaw dropping and they mm-hmm. and they were just like, hey, I'm definitely gonna re- recommend this to someone else. Yeah. Or it was like people just being stunned and started crying or anything. Really? Yeah. It's 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 insane. No shit. Crazy. Yeah. You had people crying after the photos. Yeah. Yeah. I had I had a girl um on my so she she saw me through TikTok. I also do a lot of TikTok. Yeah. Well, um, which it'll my, be linked. Yeah. I'll link the TikTok. Um, and, uh, she saw my work through TikTok and then, um, texted me on Instagram and we made a shoot and, um, it's just very short version. But then after the shoot and after I sent her the pictures, she actually, um, made a TikTok out of it. And I just saw her on my for you page that she started crying because she saw the pictures. Yeah. She filmed herself while she was like stunned and crying because she saw the pictures and couldn't believe that that was actually her and that she she's also beautiful. It, it's it's insane. Like a lot of insecure people come to me and say, "Hey, I want to get my tic- uh, pictures taken by you. Um, you seem like a cool guy. I don't know, mm-hmm. and I I just want to work on my self esteem." crazy it's insane yeah because people come up to me and like after after we shot it's it's literally like um one said hey dominic next time i'm coming i'm bringing you a fucking crown because my crush actually texted me 
and he wants to be a rela- in a relationship. It's it's insane. Oh shit! Someone said that. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah, I'm not saying who, but it, it was just amazing. <laughs> that's yeah. crazy shit. That's wild. So you're like showing people. I think you posted this somewhere. I've seen it. They're like showing people a different side of themselves. Yeah, correct. Like I I like to use the term helping people discover themselves. Mm. Um like at first it sounds weird kind of sounds cringy like a, or maybe a porn intro yeah 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 <laughs> helping you help you discover yourself <laughs> but when you think about it um discover means that you uncover certain sides of people mm-hmm. and that's what i always like to think about because i think we people are very complex and and like very difficult human beings yeah and oftentimes we we hide the sides that we actually shouldn't or we are ashamed of or something else or like think hey what what would people might think of me or something else yeah and i i would like to be the one that helps you to to show a disparate i would like to be the one who shows you how different you can be like show you the different perspectives you have that's interesting yeah that's quite interesting that's like one thing I find, which is very, very, very crazy, and this goes into, yeah, the confidence and self-esteem and stuff like that. When I'm, for example, speaking to a girl, <clears throat> when I when I first see them, I can I'll be like, okay, you know, I don't feel super attracted to them. And then you speak with them and you can just feel like their confidence and the way they are. And boom, all of a sudden they're just, you're attracted to them yeah so people yeah it's just the the confidence thing so i think that would it's helpful to a lot of people you know if they can actually find their confidence and get their confidence up it because when you're confident you can also you have the ability to do better things in your life i think yeah i i really think like confidence is sexy it is it's like a marketing term but it, it really is like if people are confident in themselves it's just like no one can stop them yeah and i think that's what makes them sexy because they're like very sure of themselves, not a, not in an arrogant way. Yeah, there's a difference between confidence and arrogance. Yeah, Co- confidence is very nice. Yeah, crazy. Wow, we've been talking for like fifty minutes already. No, that's insane. Have fun editing. That's insane. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that was quite interesting for me. We've already talked a lot about a lot of this stuff, but I've heard a lot of stuff that I haven't actually heard yet. So. That was very interesting for me. It was great talking to you. And we will hopefully do this again soon. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. And you can check you can check out his work uh, in the description. I'm gonna I'm gonna link it at the bottom of um, of the podcast. So you can see the work he's done, um, the photos, quite amazing stuff. So be sure to check that out. And yeah, that's it for today. Until the next time.